0: Thank you so much for coming on the show, Blake. This is, um, you know, it's my pleasure here to sit down with you and um, just maybe we can start out quick background on yourself and uh, what do you do?
1: Yeah, thanks, Hamilton. Thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Blake Luce. I'm the managing director of Ferguson Ventures. Uh, Ferguson is a wholesale distributor for plumbing, HVAC, and building products. And uh, really to, to understand Ferguson, Um, You got to understand our customers first, so we service contractors plumbing heating uh, heating and air building contractors designers commercial mechanical contractors and into facilities management property management uh, and property owners Um, Ferguson ventures was stood up about two years ago a little over two years ago to help the company get after uh, areas of innovation and disruption and specifically as we look at construction and facilities management uh, in the near term and in the future there's a lot of change coming to the industry and we wanted to make sure that ferguson was best prepared for it and so we stood up our corporate venture
0: arm uh, an innovation uh, group known as ferguson ventures amazing and um, maybe talk a little bit about your career and how did you kind of get into the corporate venture arm because know you had a background was it sales and kind of you know maybe business development Uh, maybe talk talk about how did you uh, you know how did you kind of get where you are because I think that's a you know it's always like well how do you get into you know kind of whether it's venture capital or uh, corporate venture capital or angel investing how did your how did you find your way
1: yeah Uh Pretty luckily. Um,
0: <laughs> luckily in the
1: fact that Ferguson helps associates develop um, as business leaders. So I came out of college. I went to Auburn. I got a degree in marketing, came out of school in 2005 and started with Ferguson right outside of D.C. So in the beginning, uh, you know, I was really focused on where could I go get a top-notch uh, sales management training, right? And with Ferguson, we've got a, a, a great trainee program and I started in a warehouse uh, with steel toe boots uh, picking orders and then you know you you transition through shipping and returns and when you're fine and then you're finally on the counter serving the plumbers and the HVAC contractors that are right in front of you and you're helping them pick out orders for their day helping them solve problems and so the way I got into corporate venture was through really understanding the customer um, and our industry and how to help them, how to how to not only sell to them but how to service them at a high level. And about five years into my career, I had the opportunity to move into e-business. Uh, for us, that's, that's our website, um, that's any kind of system integrations where we help our customers' software talk to Ferguson's software and transact order seamlessly. So I moved out of our branch uh, in D.C. and moved into uh, really focusing on the East region uh, as the business development manager uh, for e-business. And I would travel to each district uh, and and ride with our sales reps. So each given week, I would probably sit in the car of maybe three different sales reps. And every day we would go in and see five different customers. Mm. And... What I learned from that was multiple different sales approaches from our very high-quality sales professionals, as well as even though a customer might be a plumbing contractor, every plumbing contractor could run their company differently. So we not only had to service a, a need, a product need for our customers, but we also had to help them run a better business and really think past Um, you know, product procurement and into, you know, how do they, how do they get leads from uh, homeowners? How do they service the leads? And how do they uh, run an efficient inventory? Um, So through e-business, I I, uh, then ran our e-business development team as a senior manager. And then I was a director of e-business sales and business development. And I think I got into corporate venture because I traveled to about 40 states and, and rode around with the outside sales reps and probably visited over 1,500 different contractors and so when we, when we wanted to stand up a corporate venture group, you could either go outside the industry and get somebody that was a venture capitalist but knew nothing about your industry or you could stand up the corporate venture group with internal talent that understands your customers and understands your business and has relationships within the company. Um, And we chose to do that. So we staffed our uh, venture group and innovation lab with internal associates. And I believe that we are uh, on track for tremendous success and we've got good momentum.
0: Love that. So how's the team kind of structured? Like, um, I know you probably have directors, you have associates, or maybe directors, VPs, associates, analysts, how, uh, how is your team kind of structured and like what does everyone on the team do?
1: Yeah, within Ferguson Ventures we've got um, really three parts. So you've got your corporate venturing uh, focus area which has investment managers and portfolio development managers. So before we make an investment, we're working on deal flow, working on due diligence, and really understanding if we found the right founder going after the right problem uh, that's identified as market and is ready to take that market. So that's what our investment managers focus on. After we make the investment, Ferguson, the value prop of Ferguson is our relationships with contractors. It's our channel to market. It's our thought leadership and industry expertise, and it's... It's our 1400 branch locations and 28,000 associates, right? So for us to really add value to our startup founders and the startups they run, we focused on having portfolio development managers so that after we make the investment, we can ensure that we hit the milestones uh, that we set out to do and really create the value uh, with the startups um, and our customers and our business. So on the corporate venture side, investment managers, portfolio development managers, And then we've got an innovation lab where we stood up an innovation lab in Atlanta, uh, which is the top area for corporate innovation in America. Um, So we stood up an innovation lab right outside of Georgia Tech uh, in the CODA building. And we also have an innovation lab in our tech center in Newport News. And we felt it very necessary to have developers and creators and innovators within Ferguson ventures so as we're looking to explore areas of innovation for our customers and for our industry we've got the tech talent that can help us on the business side evolve into either a new revenue stream new product or learn from the startups and the portfolio companies that we invest in so we've got uh, the innovation labs And then we also have a service design practice. So as we are looking at the future of our industry or the future of uh, how we see um, the service repair, or replacement of product in construction, or as we see facilities management uh, ongoing, we wanted a way to really understand the customer and understand the future that that customer may live in and how we map out customer journeys and how we really map out Individual services that we could provide to our customers that could enhance their day or enhance their business. So that's our service design capability uh, that we also have within Ferguson Ventures.
0: Love it. So tell me about Atlanta now, because what do you think makes Atlanta such a hot spot for uh, the corporate innovation model? Like, um, I you know I kind of get the New York finance, L.A. media, San Francisco. Tech, you know, like yeah. w- maybe educate uh, me and even the listeners on uh, on that uh, kind of model. I think it starts with Georgia Tech. So, with any
1: hotspot of uh, startup entrepreneurial ecosystem, it's usually led by a university, or at least it has been. So, Georgia Tech has really done a nice job in an area specifically known as Tech Square, where they have. Built buildings and provided leadership to bring in corporate innovation partners into Atlanta, and so our uh, innovation uh, director Dave Nickens um, sits on a uh, a monthly roundtable with about twenty to twenty five other leaders of innovation labs, uh, facilitated by Georgia Tech. So, outside of Georgia Tech's leadership, uh, it is also a uh, more inexpensive market than a Silicon Valley or New York or a Boston, and you have great tech talent coming out of Georgia Tech um, and some of the other schools around it. So for us, um, we decided that that was a great place to put an innovation lab. It's an hour and a half flight from Newport News, um, and we also have uh, Supply.com, which is one of our e-commerce businesses located right in Atlanta,
0: so good synergies with our uh, e-commerce business there. Makes sense. And um, maybe talk a little bit about the companies that you are, I guess, looking at in terms of the deal flow. And then once they're in the pipeline and in the portfolio, what do they look like before they get to you? Are they in business for a certain period of time? Is there a certain sort of revenue uh, target that they're hitting before um, coming to you? Or you know maybe just talk about, you know, how the how do you find these companies? you know, solid companies out of, you know, a big pool of uh, (laughs) potential companies that I'm sure would, you know, be knocking at your door and just saying, hey, uh, you know, write us a check. (laughs) Yeah,
1: you know, and we're, uh, we're getting better at it every day. So we don't have it figured out uh, by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, we focus on what we call the built world. So anything that a person has created on earth is the built world. Uh, And really the, the pre-construction design and engineering of that world uh, through the uh, project management and construction of that building and then the, um, the, the maintenance and the support and the facilities management of the structure once it's built. So really the full life cycle of a commercial multifamily or even residential property. That's what we focus on. So as we're out developing relationships with corporate venture groups, uh, other corporate venture, uh, other VCs, uh, accelerators, universities. Uh, The key for us is to let potential partners know our value prop. So Ferguson is the innovation launch pad for the built world and we are and we believe we are a huge value add to software and technology companies that want to enter uh, the construction or services industry. And so the Ferguson brand and the uh, associates um, that really support that brand are our key um, differentiator, uh, as we looked at value to the startup companies. Um, so that's really helped us with with deal flow and getting in opportunities. Um, we're hunters, so we go out there and we hunt. Um, we go into conferences. We go into. Uh, both uh, industry tech conferences and venture capital conferences and really identify and seek out deal flow. Um, we're looking for late seed. So companies that they already have a product, they've, they've already identified and are working on their product market fit, and they either have paid pilots uh, that could turn into some serious revenue or they've got about 200,000 worth of ARR. So if you're in that seed stage, Product, revenue, uh, we're really looking for traction. We don't invest in PowerPoints, we don't invest in ideas until it's got product market fit and and good traction with revenue. Uh, Around the Series A uh, timeframe, we're probably looking for about 1.5 million in ARR. uh, Really a company that has proven product market fit and then they're ready to take the market in some way. Um, For us, and, and the reason we're not early early stage is one it limits risk uh, but two we can't leverage our value prop to a founder unless they have a product and unless they know the market they're looking to take and we need to understand if that's a market that we want to go after with them and if that's a problem that our customers are trying to solve
0: got it no that makes a lot of sense um i was you, you said something and it made me think about um when you brought up seed and then late seed and then series A, I guess I was going to ask you, do you feel that there is a, is is there a, I don't know, is there a trend where you're seeing the industry is kind of going later stage as a whole and kind of, you know, looking to see portfolio companies or just to see companies at a more evolved stage, or are you seeing any trend where even, Maybe some folks are going earlier stage, like what's the general tone, I guess, with the economy being where it is. It's a good economy, um, seems like there's you know, a lot of money. Like, how do you all think about where, you, where your strategy fits in with maybe like the broader ecosystem?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing a lot earlier deals. Um, it's capital is out there, capital is everywhere, and it is less and less expensive every day uh, to start a business. And so I've got the majority of the pipe flow that we're looking at are late seed. Um, And I think it's because there's, a. I mean, it's a trend. There's a groundswell. There's people that want to uh, start their own business. Um, There's a lot of great resources out there right now from accelerators and incubators, universities that are trying to help spur new businesses, Um, you know, New businesses create new jobs, and so as any city, any town is looking to drive economic development in their region, they're focused on founders, and they're focused on how do we become the Silicon Valley, the Boston, the New York, not exactly like them, but for our space, how do we drive economic development, Um, and I'm really seeing that as a push and why potentially there's a lot more earlier stage opportunities
0: out there. Do you all lead rounds or do you typically participate?
1: We've led three rounds. So, so far we've made eight investments, uh, seven investments in startups uh, directly and one investment in a venture capital fund called Brick and Mortar focused on construction technology. So of the seven deals we've done, uh, we've led
0: two series A and one series C. Nice. And when you lead, what do you look for? How do you know when it's time to go? Um, maybe general broad strokes about uh, like due diligence. What makes due diligence easy for, for your team? Like what, What's the ideal scenario?
1: Yeah, the ideal scenario is we've identified a, a founder who's operating a business that has a product, has revenue, understands their strategy and where they're trying to go and has proven product market fit. So really around the series A. And then for us, it lines up squarely with one of our focus areas and we've got business unit sponsorship. And if those things are coming together, we don't need to wait on another venture fund or firm to lead a round. We'll go after and lead that round ourselves. And so it, if a founder has their financials straight and has a good data room and really can understand what they're looking for in an investor and you know, why they need the money, what's their milestones, what's their use of funds, the, uh, the clearer a founder can be with what their intentions are and then have the documentation to back up their intentions and back up the business they're trying to create, the
0: easier it is for us to do the diligence and therefore lead the round. And, uh, you know, I'm going nerdy here. So, like, what what type of things do you want in that data room? What should a founder have in their data room to make it be kind of, you know, all in one place and kind of, to your point, like, back up the vision, back up the business uh, results in a way? Like, what, what goes in that data
1: room? Yeah. Um, income statement, you know, your typical financials, uh, three to five-year pro forma. So, the thing about a pro forma is they're not right, ever, because it's, <laughs> it's forward-thinking, but the ability for somebody to showcase on their financials that they are running a sound business, knowing it is a startup, but they are running a sound business, and then the forward-looking three- to five-year pro forma that shows that they can see their J-curve or their inflection point when they believe they could create a profitable business And if they have those two things along with their IP, what is it that makes them unique? What is their competitive advantage uh, when it comes to IP? Uh, Those are three areas to really focus on.
0: Solid. And um, I guess from a continual learning standpoint, you're you're always going to technically be learning every day. The more meetings you take, the more uh, companies you kind of hear hear the story or read the plan, but um, is there anything you do to just keep a high level of like what, you know, trainings or anything, do you do you have any internal resource or do you go external for that kind of stuff, like how do you kind of, I guess, professionally develop yourself? Yeah. Yeah, so three years
1: ago I knew nothing about corporate venture or venture um, and to Today, I feel like I've gotten a at least a at least a bachelor's to almost a master's degree in in what it is and what it can be. Um, you know, I look for industry experts. So we're part of uh, Global Corporate Venture and Innovation. Uh, it's a group. They hold an annual summit. Um, there's 800 corporate venture, uh, well, 800 corporate VCs that attend. And so networking with them, asking what, how did they stand up their firm, what are the best practices, what are the lessons learned? I found it very easy uh, to get best practices from other people in the corporate venture space. Um, most of the time you're not a competitor and most of the time they'll open up the, open up the uh, slide decks and really show you what they do. And that's been a huge help. So really going directly at the people who are Leading the best corporate venture groups in America, and and learning from them, um, I'm a big podcast listener, so uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, you know, study the the best, like an Andreessen Horowitz, and really understand what it is they do and what they do differently. Big returns <laughs> from the from the bigger, and, and really what what's cool about them is, and what makes them more like a CVC is they focused on putting talent around the founder, so investing in tech founders, investing in founders, and then helping them become great CEOs, and so how they have wrapped, um, you know, a a professional development program around the founders that they invest in, I've learned a lot from just reading about them, Um, and just reading books, you know, just going out there and seeking the knowledge, because it's out there any question you want all you have to do is
0: google it uh, and you'll find it and then just put some action to it that's great and um what are you most excited for i guess you know new year turning over is a lot of uh opportunities you know i'm sure that you know emails are flying and uh the pitch decks are coming in so uh what are you what are you excited for what what is um you know what's on On the agenda for the new year? Yeah, so we've got, um, we made one investment that
1: we'll announce Tuesday. Um, So I'm excited to start working with uh, that founder and that company. Congrats. Um, And we've got another one that we should close up this Friday. Um, So, from a deal flow perspective, we're busy and and we're making investments and we're putting capital to work uh, to drive innovation in our industry. Um, So, I'm really excited about the pace of our investing. We've got two new associates on the team that I'm excited to work with and, and, and for. Um, one on, as an investment manager and one as a portfolio development manager. So really bringing in associates into the organization and helping them learn corporate venture and helping them learn how to drive value for our customers through corporate venture. Um, and then getting more uh, plugged into the innovation lab down in Atlanta. So we've got some really key talent uh, in our innovation lab, we're going after some cool opportunities. Uh, so really plugging in with them and, and identifying something that we can launch, new revenue stream, new service, something new that we could provide to our customers that adds more value tomorrow than we do today, is what I'm excited about. It's
0: fantastic. And where would you like any listeners to connect with you or follow you? What's the? Uh, where do you send them?
1: Yeah, uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. Just right there, and then also fergusonventures.com. That's where we inbound deal flow. Uh, We've got some information about what we invest in, who we invest in, and why uh, on the website. And then, you know, I'm a big supporter of uh, some of the local events. So I'm usually at a 757 pitch. Um, We support and sponsor 757 Accelerate and the great work they do. Uh, Evan's and the team. I'm typically at the 757 Angels, um, you know, dinners and and some of those events. Um, So
0: find me there. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for this time. We appreciate you for sharing the pearls of wisdom. Thank you.